0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Dairy Isle. It's me, your host Eli, and I think it's time we talked about, well, what's been going on with us lately. Before we get started, it's going to be some of you, maybe you're listening to the, to our podcast you know, for the first time, uh, maybe somebody recommended it to you and then you realized that you had 54 episodes to catch up on before you got here, or maybe this is your first one. Uh, if it is your first one, well, welcome. And for those of you who have never really heard of us, well, very simply, we're a Miami-based podcast hosted by yours truly, me, and, oh, thank you, stop it, stop it, please, please, We basically cover a variety of topics here, so some of them are urban legends, we also talk about serial killers, conspiracy theories, video games, feelings and things, you know how it is. For those of you who have listened to us before though, welcome back friends. We love you and thank you for coming back to us, we really do apologize for the delay. All right, here we go. So, as you know, we have to get through 10 items or less before we get to the meat and potatoes of what's going on. All right. And again, as I talked to some of you kiddos in the beginning, if you haven't listened to us before, this is going to be a reoccurring thing for all of our episodes. I'm going to cover some cool little things that are going on in our lives and around the world, and then we get into the actual episode. So, first and foremost, happy, happy late, very late 2022 to all of you. Uh, I'm really, really sorry that we've been so delayed, but we're going to be covering that at a later time, I promise. Um, in the meantime, uh, I'd like to talk about the fact that Russia lost its mind again Um, some of you might recall that not that long ago we had an episode in which I discussed the fact that Russia had decided that they wanted to start developing, I believe it was nuclear powered tsunami creating torpedoes or something like that. Um, essentially they were trying to develop a torpedo that could detonate a nuclear warhead off the coast of an enemy's, uh, you know, shore and then create a giant nuclear radioactive tsunami. So, you know, that was when we really thought they had lost their mind, and then they decided to invade the Ukraine. Um, which, for those of you who aren't informed, uh, Ukraine is a sovereign democratic country with their own elected government and a democratically elected president, and Russia decided that they were going to have none of that. So, you know, if you want to know more, just, uh, just turn on the news. It's everywhere, and it's it's really, it's really depressing. I mean, I-, I know this sounds terrible, but it's kind of like... In a really, really messed up way, it's kind of nice to not have to hear anything about COVID, like, daily anymore. Like, now we have a new thing to frighten us and concern us. Um, but still, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, so, that's a thing. So, I started playing a new tabletop game. it has been really fun. It's called BattleTech. Uh, for those of you who might have heard of tabletop games before, kind of like Warhammer or some of the Lord of the Rings stuff... Uh, this is based on a very old IP. I think it's called MechWarrior. Um, for a brief time there, I think they also had something to do with a uh, an anime uh, or a cartoon, for those of you who don't know what anime is, called Robotech, which was basically a cartoon about jet fighters that could turn into robots, which is, I mean, as cool as anything I've ever heard. You're like, Once you hit someone with that description, if they're into that kind of stuff, that's as far as you need to get. They're sold. But it's been really fun. Uh the whole thing is that you um you can either buy or if you have the ability to print little miniature figurines, they're 6 millimeters tall, and then you paint them if you want to. Some people just leave them gray or whatever color they come in. Um I tend to paint mine. Uh and it's been really fun. It's kind of it's a little dexterous cuz you really do have to work with very very fine fine paint brushes. And you kind of have to like strain your vision a little bit, but it's really nice. And it's kind of like dope when you paint in a whole army and then you see all of them in front of you and you're like, oh damn, I painted all of these and they look great. So that's been really fun. And it's also getting me now into learning how to make terrain. So I'm going to learn how to make like dioramas and stuff to make things look realistic and and stuff like that. So um, I'm really letting my nerd flag fly, you know, getting real weird with it. I also started playing a new video game on Steam, by the way. It's called Lost Ark. Uh, if you haven't played it, it is free to play. It's on Steam. Uh, you can check it out there. It's kind of big. I think it's like 72 gigs, so it's a bit of a hefty download. But it's pretty fun. It's... Um, how can I best explain this? Think of Diablo if Diablo had like a Korean MMO skin on it, right? So none of the like the, the female characters, as they get higher in level, progressively get more naked. So um, one thing that did leave a a bit of an awkward sour taste in my mouth uh, was the fact that there are gender locked classes. So there are some classes that can only be played as a male character. And there are some classes that can only be played as a female character, which is really obnoxious when you want to be one or the other and you can't. Um, But it's kind of, you know, I don't know if that's indicative of the studio that's making it and the people that work there. And maybe they're not on the whole like LGBTQ plus train, but whatever. I mean, hopefully that changes in the future. Maybe enough of an American audience will complain, and they'll be like, all right, all right, all right. So that's about it. Uh, Anything else? Oh, uh, also Valheim is back. (laughs) That's become a new rotational video game in our lives. Uh, We've done some pretty cool stuff. I created, or I'm trying to recreate in my own way, The Shire from The Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm also, uh, well, when I say my own way, I... (laughs) I mean that I'm really bad at making circular buildings and circular doorways, so I'm just trying my best to make it Shire-esque. But I'm I'm trying. It's gonna look nice, I think. Uh we also made an enormous portal house. When I say we, I mean I had nothing to do with this. It was all of our other friends. It's massive. It's the size of a castle. And it, it's just a ring of portals and they take you all over the place. Uh we'll post some photos of it so you guys can see it like some screenshots, but it's really impressive and it took some time. We learned how to tame these creatures in the game called locks. They're basically like oxen but with an L in front of it. And we learned how to tame them, breed them, and ride them. So it's gonna be super awesome. Uh what else? Ooh and now we're building a Skyrim castle. We found a giant place up in the mountains. And it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be all dragony and snowy and scary. Right? No? My producer doesn't agree, apparently. She's shaking her head. I don't think she likes it. No? You don't want it to be Skyrim? No? You do. Okay. She's she's going to be kind of silent on this point, I guess. Um, Oh, also, the day of our anniversary, which was a few weeks ago, on a Saturday, I discovered something about myself that I can't read something and walk downstairs at the same time. You want to know how I discovered that? Because I broke my freaking toe on my right foot. And you want to know how bad it hurt? I can tell you how bad it hurt. It felt like
1: liquid hot magma
0: flowing through my veins. It hurt so bad. Uh, I I think what ended up happening was that I misstepped. Like I like my right foot went farther down than it should have, and basically I like collapsed all my weight on my big toe on the right on my right foot, and my toe basically bent backwards and high fived the bottom of my foot. So I didn't hear any weird noises. Like I didn't hear a crunch, a pop, a snap, a crackle, nothing. But I immediately knew that I broke something because I remember it started bleeding because it, it, it I guess, formed a cut, I guess, when the bone broke. And nothing was sticking out, thankfully, so don't be too grossed out. But I immediately told Millie, I was like, hey, I got to go to the ER. I think I broke my toe. And she, to her credit, freaked out very, very small amount and did everything that I asked her to do. Like, hey, go get me a paper towel. Go get me this. Go get me that so I can disinfect the wound and we can get the hell out of here. Um, but there was a moment that she hesitated. When I was like, I need you to go get me this. And she brought me back like the wrong thing. And I had to be like, don't yell at her because she'll cut your toe off. Like, don't do it. She'll just come back with gardening shears and just snip. There you go. You don't have to worry about a broken toe because you don't have one anymore. <laughs> I'm in danger. Yep. That's how I felt the whole time. Uh, so we went to the uh, we went to the urgent care by our house. They uh, took some x-rays. Everybody was really nice to me. Um, The only downside was that they didn't clean my wound. So kind of, you know, they lost a the star on their reviews there. Uh, and then they gave me one of those big robot boots, which is awesome. Made me feel like Igor from Frankenstein. Yes, master. Yes, whatever you need. That's how I was hobbling out of there. And, uh, no, after that, uh, I think a couple days later I went, I got some x-rays. Uh, they told me, the podiatrist told me it was a clean break. Cause it was a good one, um, that it'll heal in, you know, four to six weeks. And I think I'm coming up on week three now. So I'm, I'm getting some range of movement back in my toe. Uh, and I can stand on it now, which is nice on my, my, my foot flat. I can stand on it. Um, it's not swollen anymore, which is really nice. But other than that, you know, my first bone break at 32, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So, anyways, when we come back, I'm gonna talk to you some to you folks about, you know, some stuff that was going on and kind of explain to you what took us so long to get back. It's basically just a litany of excuses. You'll you'll get you'll you'll see, I promise. Hi, folks. Are you listening to us on Apple Podcasts? If so, why don't you be super awesome and leave us a rating or review on our podcast? Now, each review gives us a little bump that pushes our show up higher in the rankings, which is great because that gives us more visibility. All right. Now, what you can do is you can give us a review by visiting the link on our show notes or by opening your page or sorry, opening our page on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to our podcast by visiting anchor.fm slash the dairy aisle, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Dairy Isle. All right, and we're back. So, my friends, I'd like to start this talk by apologizing for the wait. The last time you heard my silky smooth sandpaper voice was back during Thanksgiving, and it's been a doozy of a time since, all right? The holidays around here were mildly chaotic and didn't end on a super positive note, unfortunately, but we'll dig into that in a sec, so you'll, you'll understand why. All right. So, the holidays. When I say chaotic, I'm being being a drama queen, okay? Because it wasn't that bad at all, honestly. The problem arose due to two things. One, the fact that I'm a hermit and not nearly as social as I sound on here. And the fact that we had people in our house from the 19th of December, the day after my birthday, to about the 3rd or 4th of January. So, super exciting. And I'm not quite sure when exactly, because that time is a blur at this point. But I know it was a lot of time. First... My parents stayed with us from the 19th to the 23rd, which was okay, but they're my parents. So there's only so much time I can spend with them before we're like sort of reminding ourselves of why we moved out. And then Millie's family, her mom, her dad, and her and her siblings came to stay with us from the 24th to sometime in the 3rd or 4th of January. And like I've told you guys before, I'm not a huge fan of kids, but I'll just close the story out by saying that kids don't need tablets. Like at all. Like it's digital crack to them. And we need to break, we need to, no more war on drugs, war on tablets, you know, because at this point, honestly, I'd like to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs <laughs> because tablets have now taken over. That's going to be the new thing. Anyways, after the holidays wrapped up, I lost my job. Yeah. I remember that job. I told you that I was working at a factory doing stuff in a warehouse. Yeah. Uh, you heard me right. I got let go on the 31st of December at 335 PM on the dot. And I want you to know how I know that, that, that time distinction, because it's important. I worked a whole day moving pallets and organizing the company warehouse only to be let go at the end of my shift because, and I quote, there isn't any more work for you. So all those curse words you just said in your head? Yeah, I said them too. It super duper sucked at the time and I felt kind of used, which was a new feeling to me. But thankfully though, I've been seeing a really great therapist and during the course of our many conversations, I learned that the idea isn't really to be positive because that shit can be super toxic, but the key is to be optimistic, right? So having a healthy dose of optimism lets you see a way out of a crappy situation, obviously, and lets you start planning with a clear head, right? I'm not going to be wrong. I was still pissed AF as the youth like to say, but as I was sitting in my car in traffic that afternoon, I got to a red light and I was waiting there and I realized that I had kind of Two choices at that moment. I could either let myself get even more upset, which felt natural, and I could let this moment ruin my weekend and the New Year's, or I could go the other way. I could look at this as an opportunity to take a mental and physical vacation, collect myself, then start job hunting for something more stable, with better pay and a better work environment. And that's what I chose to do. I went the other way. I decided to thank the universe for getting me out of a job that I hated anyways, working for a company that really honestly doesn't value its employees, and honestly not making much money for what I was doing. I spent four weeks at home applying for jobs, uh, fine-tuning my resume, writing cover letters, which I hate, and I know that you all hate writing cover letters too because they're freaking terrible. Um, I was playing with my dogs. I was watching movies and shows. uh, I was basically eating when I wanted to, playing video games, and generally enjoying life. Well, you know. As much as one can enjoy it without making any money, obviously. But still, that's besides the point. However, there is... There's a a happy ending to this. A good friend of mine who had recommended me for a position at his company came through on a promise that he had made from about a year before. And he finally was able to get me an interview. And I was pretty nervous about the interview and the assessment quizzes that I had to do because he told me that they had a fairly rigorous hiring process and I was sort of worried about that. But it turns out that all my worrying was... Honestly, for nothing. I mean, I killed the interview. I got pretty stellar results on the assessments. The distance is a small pain in the neck. Uh, It's about 40 miles round trip, give or take, every day. Well, not lately because I've been working from home, thankfully, because I broke my toe, obviously, and I can't drive. Um, But I'm okay with it. Honestly, the drive isn't, like the distance sucks, but the drive is not that bad right? Like I get to listen to my radio in the morning or some podcasts in the morning on the way and the traffic in the morning is not that bad going North. It's definitely, I mean, it's the Thunderdome sometimes in the afternoon. Like I have opened my, my Google maps and found that there's a 50 minute or a 55 minute commute home. And that's just unacceptable, but whatever you have to do it. Right. Um, I get to work next to one of my best friends, which is great because we have awesome chemistry. Uh, My team is super supportive and they have an actual desire to help me learn, which is kind of a new thing. And for the first time in a long time, I actually have a leadership team that actually gives a damn if I succeed or not. And it seems that they aren't going to stop helping me until I succeed, which is great. You know, if if I highly recommend looking for that, if you're looking for a job, look for a leadership team that wants you to succeed and that they're going to be a part of like teaching you how to succeed because that... It makes a big difference. Uh, between all of that, I've been in school like a good boy, like I promised I would. All right. I'm moving forward at my own pace and I'm, I'm making progress the whole way through, which is good. And if it all works out, hopefully I'll be graduating with my degree this summer or, you know, worst case scenario, if something goes wrong with one of my math classes, because I, I mean, two plus two is jello in my head. I'll be graduating in December at the end of the fall semester. And then it'll be on to my bachelor's program, which should be a doozy. Uh, but I'm learning that everything comes with time, right? You just have to be patient, try your best to be optimistic, and just, you know, have a little tiny bit of faith in yourself. The faith part is the the smallest part, but the patience and the optimism, that's where I'm learning that it really counts to, you know, to get through certain things, all right? Also, stay tuned for an announcement about a new podcast that's coming out from our studio later this year. I think you guys are going to like it. I'm hoping you do. It might not be for everybody, but it is a storytelling podcast. I think you guys are going to enjoy that, all right? Because it's not going to just be for, let's say, the motorheads. Mm. All right. Now, as I talk to some of you who have possibly never been here, we're going to do a little fun segment here at the very end, and it's called, happily, The Book of Eli. So, again, intro for you new kids. I have in my possession a book by a doctor. His name is Gregory Stock, Ph.D., and he wrote a book called The Book of Questions. And I own this book. Therefore, it is the book of Eli. See how we're, we're really creative here at Dairy Isle. Um, it's literally just, uh, it's questions. It's uh, I'll tell you exactly how many right now. It is 200 questions in total. So I'm going to pick one at random. You're going to hear me flip the pages. And then I'm going to answer it. And I'm going to ask my producer for her answer. See if we agree on certain things. Uh, and then, you, you know, you can answer it yourself at home. You know, those types of things. Think deeply about certain thoughts and things. All right, ready? Here we go.
1: Mm. Hmm.
0: See? Ooh, this is a good one. Hmm. Hmm. All right, ready? Here we go. Oh, you know what? No, I've answered that one. Let's see. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. Hmm. Question 165. Do you consider yourself well-organized? How often do you have to look for your keys? Well, um, I'd say that naturally, I'm not super organized. Uh, And... I don't mean like in an OCD kind of way. And I and I know that people throw that, that term around OCD, but it's not like that. I don't have to have like my pencils all the certain length and they all have to be yellow number twos and the erasers all have to be shaved. No, no it's not like that. But I'm also not a disaster, right? Like I Like I'm a clean person. I like cleanliness. I like things in order. I like things to have a place, right? Because if I go back to get it, I want it to be there. So in that sense, yes, I guess I am kind of organized. But not to the point where like it looks like, I don't know, it doesn't look like a hospital tool tray, right? Like in the surgery room where you see they have like a little spot for the scalpel, a little spot for the saw and so forth. forth. I'm not like that. Um, I also don't take a lot of notes. So my thoughts are not super organized all the time. But I'm just not a note taker. Um, And my handwriting is legible, you know, so I can have organized notes. But my handwriting is... Only legible if I really need it to be. Otherwise, it's chicken scratch, which is weird because I'm a lefty. You think I might have really nice writing, but no. Apparently, it just means I'm a witch. Um, And then as far as looking for my keys, I never have to look for my keys. Uh, I will tell you why. When I was in ninth grade, I was 15 years old, and there was a kid that went to our high school. I went to Southwest Eagle Pride, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And there was a kid who went there. His name was Chris. I don't remember his last name, but I think they used to call him Chris with a K. Um... And he was in a band. I think he was like a junior or something. But this guy was, I mean, cool as ice, dude. Like, I was like, man, that guy's fucking awesome. And he, at the time, wore his keys on a carabiner, or however the hell you say it. And he had just one of those little clippy carabiners, right? Like That looks like the mountain climbing hooks. And he just hooked it to the back of one of his belt loops on his jeans. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, that's fucking genius. And I didn't, like, I didn't have keys. Like, I had the one house key. That's all I had to get into my house. But I ended up seeing that one day and telling my mom, like, I need a carabiner. And my mom, being Hispanic, was like, que un carabiner. And I was like, just let me find you a picture. And I did a rudimentary Google search and showed her. And she was, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. I'll buy you one at Home Depot. She buys me one. It's a blue one. And I got a little key ring. And I put my stupid little one key on my key thing. And I rocked that shit. And I thought I was the coolest thing ever. And as I've gotten older, I've upgraded my carabiners, and I've upgraded my keys, and I've attained more keys. And that's where I keep them. They're always, if I go anywhere and I have car keys with me, or just any keys, boom, they go there. And it's always on my right-hand side, uh, right above my, my back pocket. Always. So I always know where my keys are. I never misplace them. Also, when I get home, I have a specific place that has my name on it, and I hang my keys there and don't get lost. My producer, on the other hand, loses her keys all the time if she doesn't leave them in her purse because she's got a fancy new car with a key fob so all she has to do is get within like a foot of it and the car is like oh my god key i missed you and it opens beep beep so she just and like freaking psychopath we've gone places before and i'm like baby do you have your keys before we get to the car and this psycho will just like hold her purse and just go and shake it like a maraca and if she hears inside she's like yep keys are in there that's uh, you know, that's uh, that's Millie. So, are you organized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm talking to you. You talking to me? you am yep. talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Your producer. Hey. Hey.
1: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey.
0: Say, so, are you organized?
1: Um, I can be.
0: Anyone can be I you can fool. Be. Are I you have organized?
1: Depends on the situation. Obviously, organizing my keys is not a thing I do. Not a priority.
0: But you did steal my little carabiner idea.
1: I No, I've been... That I got from my dad. Please. Listen, you were an afterthought. Let's be real here. Anyway, my what, dad... Do you want me
0: to tell people <laughs> the horror <laughs> stories of your of your family staying over here so they're going to know who your dad is? Listen. Exactly.
1: Listen. They're Hispanics.
0: Hispanic people they're, wear shirts. What is your panic. dad's problem? They're,
1: they're, his, I don't want I don't
0: want those panics. I have my own <laughs> panic attacks.
1: <laughs> uh, no. We're getting I, off track here. I Are you like organized? I feel like my, you know, there's some things that I'm organized about and there's other things that I'm, that I ain't.
0: Give the people an example, something that you're like, for sure, you know I'm, like, that you're organized about 100%. Uh,
1: filing paperwork. Or having my desk, like, a certain... Don't fucking look at my fucking pile of papers, <laughs> the fucking I just bitch. glanced
0: over, like the fuck. This
1: office is a mess right now.
0: She says that. I swear, if somebody walked in here, they'd be like, "Yo, this is the cleanest home like five office I've ever on the seen." Fucking couch. That's it. But that sue me. Uh, you know what? Maybe I will. JG Wentworth, I'm calling them right now. It's my money.
1: Well, maybe if you got uh, the attorney that represented inventing Anna, then you'll be cut free. I haven't seen the show. Oh, What a loser. Um, but my desk is always like organized. I have all my pens set up and I have like my markers separated from my pens and my colored pens and the blue pens. Like the
0: color of the pen that I
1: hold in my is Wait, what? <laughs> That's not the line, but okay. But then there's other things like, you know, like how I get up in the morning and I'm like a fucking mess or like when you I get home and I You are a tornado when kick. you get
0: home <laughs> and when you get up in the morning out of bed. You know? Billy doesn't, just so you know, she doesn't do, like, that thing where people lay out their clothes for the next day. Like, they don't, like, those last five minutes before going to bed or 15 minutes where you're like, oh, what am I going to wear tomorrow? Even just an idea. Like, am I going to wear pants or not? Am I going to wear a dress or not? Not me, but her. Like, those types of questions. You say that, but I'm pretty sure if I wore a dress to work, nobody would say shit. Like, they would. Like, I'd catch maximum shit for that, not because it's, like, a homo thing to do. Like, oh, my God, oh, you're homo, you're wearing a dress, you're a guy.
1: I mean, I think that might be jelly. Then you go rock No, dress. knowing my crew,
0: <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, what the fuck? Where's mine? Like, I want to wear one. Aaron out. D's Cooch. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to install a bleep button on that board.
1: Is that a grand word?
0: Okay. <laughs> Just get a higher, higher <laughs> Octave as you're unsure of where you stand Socially
1: I'm the boss here <laughs> I do what I want Jeez, send help, please. But no no I'm not like that I've never been like that no. In fact when I was in high school I was so terrified of waking Up late and missing the bus That I'd take a bath get ready And then go to sleep In my uniform so when I woke Up late as I do I would just, you know, swing up and be like, ah, brush my teeth, run to the bus, and I'd be dressed.
0: <laughs> and then go back to sleep on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have, like, when you say bus, like, was it like a yellow bus, or was it like the vans? I, no, the
1: I, had a, van? I had a big yellow bus.
0: A big yellow bus. Let me ask you something, because this happened to me a lot, because I'd fall asleep all the time, especially in the afternoons. I'd be tuggered out. Were you ever sitting by yourself? With your head resting against the window, and the bus would go over like a speed bump or a pothole, and your head would just momentarily float off and just bah right into the back, right yeah. back into the glass. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have like a CTE or something from that. I don't know how I didn't just shatter one of those windows, bro. Yep. Because I would hit my head. Un classic Olga, so just straight.
1: Also, my bus driver was a fucking piece of shit. Hey, I hey, was- hey!
0: Language. This is a family podcast.
1: No, it's not. It's our family, and we curse in this house. God dang it <laughs>
0: Conflab it
1: so this motherfucker
0: <laughs> language young lady.
1: anyway this guy knew that I was the person who lived the closest to the school right. so instead of giving homegirl over here a break so homie can sleep in the morning he'd be like no You're I'm blast. waking I'm waking you up I'm gonna pick you up at 5 45 6 o'clock he'd pick you up first he'd pick me up first and then he'd go through all the other hoods and then he'd fucking drop us off and i'm like bro are you kidding me why am i waking up so early which is why i would go to sleep my freaking uniform until one day i like tried to convince him he's like all right like i had enough like confianza with him or whatever And I guess there came a point where, like, he couldn't do that anymore. And I'm like, yo, dad, sorry, bro. I'm not fucking doing this shit. I'm not waking up. I'm I'm walking to school. I lived three and a half blocks down. Like, he's like, no, but you're going to get attacked. And I'm like, I'm smart. I watch PBS and Arthur and DW taught me all (laughs) the things. And I knew how to change, you know, my route. And I, you know, I knew all the heatos in the in the neighborhood, and they'd all wave good morning to me. And there's a couple cops that lived in my neighborhood as well. <laughs>
0: Next time on Arthur DW, almost becomes a victim of human <laughs> trafficking. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: They helped a lot. So anyway,
0: I I also suffered from the 5:45 but like bus pickup because for. S- some ungodly reason i think it was because i was in the gifted program bt dubs never put your kids in the gifted program or tell them that they're gifted you're you'll ruin their lives forever you're gonna turn them into this yeah you'll uh, you'll get me right just not nearly as you know handsome but still anyways um Uh, shut up (laughs) you chose this really you want me to tell them about the breakup said nope i was forced (laughs) forced (laughs) uh anyways so in middle school, my first middle school that I went to was Centennial Middle School here in Miami, Florida, and it's now I think like Cutler Bay High School is what they turned it into, okay. but it used to be Centennial Middle. This place was so far that in sixth grade the bus would pick me up at five thirty in the morning. No, and I was the because I was the farthest kid because I lived all the yeah. way in South Miami, and it was five of us on the bus. Five. The One, two, three, four, five. You guys fifth.
1: ride the short bus.
0: No, we had a full-size
1: bus to That's ourselves. A waste of gas. No, they... If that was a bus now...
0: No, they figured that shit out on me in high school at one point when my mom was like, yeah, I'm not taking you to school anymore. And they were like, "All oh, we'll send the bus. But there, it was me and like four other kids in my neighborhood to go down the street to 87th and go to Southwest. And they were like, we're going to send them the short bus. So we'd get to school and my bus driver didn't give a shit about social standing or what we looked like in front of their kids. So that lady would pull straight up to skirt right in front of the school. Hey, everybody. And we'd bus. pull out, like, we'd get out of the bus and be like, I swear there's nothing wrong with us. None of us are wearing harnesses. Don't look at me uh, that way.
1: Well, in the first uh, Catholic school that I went to, there's a few of us only, and we would write. Oh, we bus. got
0: called the R word the first, like, the first time that shit happened. Instantly, we got R worded. Oh,
1: well. I mean, we all wrote in it, so, you know, suck on these.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I think I might be legitimately R word, but I mean, Whatever. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, with a fall like that, man, I really wish that I would have gotten that shit on video because all you heard coming from the staircase was BAM, I broke it. I broke my tongue.
0: <laughs> I was not <laughs> screaming that loud. Relax.
1: And I'm like, I hate going to the hospital. It's just a thought of going to the hospital. I'm like, hell no nah to the na na. <laughs> and hell I'm like, nah. I'm like, it's fine. It's not broken. It's just a little fraction. I could put some alcohol.
0: In. Uh, no, listen to this moron. It's a little fraction. <laughs> It's a little math <laughs> problem. <laughs> 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 you freaking idiot! It's a little fraction, tiny little fraction, like little one fraction. sixteenth. That's it. One thirty second. That's it. One one hundredth.
1: <laughs>
0: little little fraction.
1: Whatever, bro. It's like my balls. Worst. <laughs> anyway, it's a little fracture. <laughs> That's a little fraction. I like, just put, you know, some alcohol. Some fucking vixpapuru oh, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: This <laughs> girl's just going to pour chicken soup on it. Be like, that right, you're fine.
1: I'll put some holy water, like spit on it. I don't know. Do like a weird incantation with like the blood. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm, like we're not going to the hospital. Also, bitch, on our 13th anniversary.
0: That's bad luck. That's why it happened on the 13th.
1: That's because you're dumb.
0: Is because I'm an R-word? <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm an R-word.
1: Because I was born on the 13th. And look, I'm a blessing to the entire planet.
0: Blessing? Did you mispronounce curse? Is that what?
1: You know tomato, tomato.
0: No. No one says tomato. No one. I've mm-hmm. never met anyone that's like, I'd like a chicken sandwich with a couple of slices of tomato.
1: I'm going to start saying tomato. Also, I'm sure English people say I'm going to break up
0: with you. That's what I'm going to do. You, the first time you say tomato in a real world setting, I'm just going to be like, you know what, babe? I think we need to see other people. <laughs> you can go see the tomato. I'm going to go see the door. Bye. Tom- it's like the he's in the video of the chick that says micro wave. No. Yes. Right. Well, the, you know what? This this has gone on too long. Right. We really we fell off the wagon we here. I don't want to fucking talk to you people anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's really antisocial. I'm sorry about that. Listen. Anyways, it's good to be back. I hope that you guys missed us, and I'm very, again. I'm super sorry. Uh, listen, dealing with. The holidays and with the new job, the new job's been a lot honestly, like that's been one of the big factors in me not recording is that it's a lot to take in because I'm learning all new stuff and I have to learn all new systems and all this stuff. It's a lot to take in, plus school, and I'm taking three classes this semester, so I'm like my brain at first was kind of maxed out on you know on memory, and now I've sort of gotten into the groove of things a couple months later, and I'm, you know i'm I'm a bit of a slow stepper, but I'm there I'm there. Um, The real challenge is going to be doing all of that, doing the dairy aisle and now doing the new podcast.
1: Yeah, we really did have plans to make the last episode during December. But between getting the guest room ready, because we oh, yeah, that was another upgraded thing. our mattress, we're we're now in the king size bed. Mm-hmm. We cool.
0: That's we cool? right. We got space. It Also, side note, if you are thinking of switching to a king size bed because you have a queen, he, I know the measurement doesn't seem like a lot, you have no idea the amount of space available
1: to you. Especially if, we, if you sleep with dogs.
0: If you have dogs, cats, ferrets, birds, I don't care. Demons from your sleep paralysis. Yeah. There's so much room for activity.
1: sleep Well, wow, sorry.
0: I wish there was a way th- for me to like remotely mute your mic with like a little remote from right here. I run right. this. Yeah, I she really this. does run the soundboard. But I have no, no
1: there's no way that we we're gonna no between getting that bedroom ready, mo- painting. Well, yeah, like, we had
0: to paint. We had to assemble furniture. Also, we had to I install closet doors. Like
1: we were going to venture into a um, Pinterest project. We did some special wood paneling in our mat in our master bedroom, oh, and snap. that needed to be ready before yeah. we installed all of our new furniture, and then transported all of our old furniture into the guest room. So I'm like, it was a bro m- yeah. bad chance if we if we actually record the last episode. Yeah, so, so I mean, this is as yeah,
0: this is as this has been about as early as we've been able to record. All things considered, now that we've kind of settled into our routines and we've got all the projects more or less going on. Um, also,
1: Molly had some surgery. Oh, yeah. Right before very, Christmas. very minor, but. Uh, she had to be put under because she had a whole bunch of, like, wobbly tooths. And yes, I say tooths. Tooth. Not teeth. <laughs> it's, it's not tooths. tooth. It's tooth. She, uh, she went in for about two or three. And then once they put her under, which, you know, I was a nervous wreck about. Oh, yeah. Uh, that day was rough. They ended up removing seven. So yeah. she's now part of the toothless and the ruthless.
0: Yep. And, oh, she's so adorable because they took out her two little tiny, like, chicklet-sized teeth in the on her bottom jaw in the middle. So she's a little gap tooth now. Yeah,
1: she her can tongue whistle sticks and... out to the left at all it's times. It's so good. She's <laughs> so
0: delicious. And she's got great breath now. So,
1: yes. Yeah. Because her we
0: breath before there. was classified as, like, that's some shit the CDC would classify as a bioweapon. Yep. Yep. That COVID stuff,
1: wishes it was.
0: Co- yeah, COVID wishes that it was as bad as Molly's breath was. <laughs> like... So
1: so yeah. Well, um, we're saying goodbye now. Yeah, this we'll is be disclosing the the new.
0: Yeah, you'll see the announcement. Uh, we'll make the announcement here yeah. on the dairy aisle. It'll be like a mini, like like a, maybe a thirty second or a one minute spot. Um,
1: Episodes will be weekly. Weekly. Yeah, because well, I'm gonna like this one. They they are gonna be a little shorter. Yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> well, I guess I can tell them a little bit about it now on the back end. Don't even. Nope, no, it's
1: a surprise. But we're we're planning on releasing it in april of this year yeah uh that would be
0: the goal because that gives us time to record a bunch of stuff yeah we're uh, still in
1: the process of recording just so we have like a larger yeah library. we're backlog yeah um and then just have them automatically released or we're gonna have it's gonna be story based but we are gonna have some other it is, it's a short
0: story it's a short story form podcast so it's not gonna take up too much of your listening it won't be nearly as long as any of these episodes will no <laughs> you know i think maybe in the first like ten episodes, I think there's. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a two-parter because one of them is sort of a long story. It has a lot of the object has a lot of history to it, and I wanted to tell that story correctly, and it takes two parts to do it. So, okay. something to consider.
1: So you'll have that, and you'll yeah. probably have some guests on that are specific to whatever topics it is that he's bringing to the table. And, yeah, you know.
0: And this year we already have you know we have two guests in mind. Uh, one of them I've already spoken to who hopefully will be coming on next month if I can get them in. Um, So it's going to be a little different, but it'll be, you know, just like our other interviews. Um, So it should be really fun. And then the other one will be more for you ladies. What (laughs) the hell was that? (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Listen, that's the show, okay? Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to me babble on about nonsense and feelings. I hope it helped. All right? Be safe. Be kind. Please make sure to tip your servers and delivery drivers, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all. Have a great morning, noon, or night. at the end of these episodes normally I forget something but this time I didn't forget a huge shout out to my DBK boys I miss you kids keep killing it I love all of you I can't wait to see you all again